Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Sovereign Self. I'm so excited today because we have Sebastian Michael Cruz with us, who's been a colleague of mine for a while, and I've sort of been nagging him for a little bit to come on the show. (laughs) Welcome, Sebastian. Hello, everybody. Uh, Thanks for having me here, Sophia Renee, and I'm excited to share a bit about my story and give as much value as I can to whoever's Fabulous. Yeah, Sebastian, just to give you a little bit of his backstory, he helps uh, six and seven figure entrepreneurs become leveraged leaders, so they have the freedom to pursue their true calling. In his first business, he owned a fast growing company with a team of 25 full time team members and worked up to $100 a week, which is, I think, a pretty typical entrepreneur kind of experience if they're on the growth path. (laughs) (laughs) There came a time where he couldn't keep up with the growth all around him and the company collapsed and he sunk to his lowest point, even thinking of ways to end it all. It was during this dark time that he realized he absolutely had to build leverage into his next business. So in his next venture, he quickly built it up to a multiple six figures in under two years and got his workload down to the coveted four hours a week. (laughs) on average to maintain it, which gave him the freedom to travel across the world, learning different master, from different masters of business and esoteric wisdom. And he now helps entrepreneurs create the same freedom for themselves so they can live their true calling and make a difference in the world that matters deep in their hearts. So this is part of the reason I'm excited to have you here, because so many people will look at you and go, ooh, he's a slick, polished businessman type, and he's... He's never met a moment of woo in his life. (laughs) But you have found a way to gracefully have a foot in both worlds. Yeah, absolutely. And um, let's see here. Yeah, I was never a spiritual person, never into the woo-woo at all. I cared about about helping the world, but when I look back, that was a backseat to what I really cared about was looking good and making more money, looking better and really just um, trying to look better so that I could try and be secure. And um, I got an opportunity to explore some of these more esoteric things with spirituality and different types of um, trainings. But I thought, okay, I just ignored it. And I thought, well, that still sounds good, but like, let me focus on this other stuff, you know? Yeah, what does that have to do with getting payroll met and uh, buying my first condo? (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And so just like with any great hero's journey, I I ignored the call. Mm -hmm. And um, that's when things uh, started declining. And so we can go into that story or, or however, what you want to I, I would love to hear what it was like before you had that moment and then what brought you into that moment where it was just like, <laughs> I have to pay attention to this divine stuff. <laughs> yeah, so um, I, I had worked many, well, let's see, when I first started out, like, like you mentioned, we had the web design agency, we're growing, 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 and um, it didn't start out like that. So it's like I had to put all this work in to finally get to a point where things did start growing. And I was like, oh, my God, like, 
the dreams are finally co- coming true. I've coming made true. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, things were really working. And it was this type of energy of like, okay, we, we set this goal and then we, we did it. And over and over and it started growing, growing and different opportunities to speak, um, to attend different masterminds, all sorts of things. And that's when, at that point in time, all I knew was that if there was a challenge, I just needed to work harder. Mm. I needed to put more of myself into it. And for things in the past, for sports, for other things, that, that had worked for me. And, and, it, and it is a very valuable tool, but it does have its limitations. Yes. So as things kept growing, I started putting more time in. And I had kind of, and also, see if anybody can relate to this, I w- was constantly feeling like I, uh, let's see, if I wanted to do something right, I would have to do it myself. Mm, yes, yes, the control factor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't want that to be the case, but that was definitely the subconscious belief that was operating the show. Mm-hmm. And to imagine 25 full-time team members, it's just like, I was, you, you can't micromanage that many people. <laughs> <laughs> no. And so there's a few things I thought back then. I had some uh, spiritual mentors come to me and start showing me different things about myself. And I thought, wow, this is amazing. But at the time, I didn't realize that focusing on cultivating myself as a leader was going to allow me to lead uh, people through this. But at the time, I just thought, well, that stuff's nice, but it's like a luxury thing. It's like a secondary thing. And instead, you know, if I could just fi- hire the right person, you know, if we could just have the right COO, we could just have the right project manager, then problems would be solved. And they didn't. <laughs> they're, they're not born that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and one of the things I learned, which is helpful to share, is like so much about the environment that we bring a team into. And it's all about the, the right person in the right seat at the right time. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, since I wasn't the right leader, I, I had glimpses of, of it, but I didn't have the whole thing that, that really needed to happen. And so I was continually frustrated with, um, you know, team members where I, I put together a process, I'd share them what to do, send them off to do it. And then I come back and was wrong. And at that time, I mean, I was stressed to the max. I was, did not, I was just like the tyrant uh, dragon basically. You know, it's like uh, the fire would be unleashed. And at the end of it, I'd be like, man, I just spent time hiring this person, spent time creating the SOP, spent time telling what to do, them what to do, spent time reviewing it with them. It still was wrong. And then I just thought, screw it. I'm just going to do it myself. And now you have a, a toasted team member who's not inspired to go back and give it a better shot. Exactly. Yeah. Toasted team member is exactly it. And that's a lesson that I would realize later in my life. Um, but at the time I didn't realize it, but at that time it was like, I was the star of the show. Mm. If we were on a basketball team or whatever team, you know, I was the, the number one. And it took me later, many years later to realize, okay, no, I don't want to be the star. I want them to be the star. Mm-hmm. And I'm the coach. I'm the coach, you know, with the playbook, um, but they're, they're star of the show. Yeah. 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 So how did you begin to break down your, your mental barriers in the programs and that kind of stuff? What, what did it take to break you out of the control freak mode? 
<laughs> uh, let's see here. Well, it took a lot. And because I think something that we can identify with entrepreneurs is like once we get an idea in our mind, you know, part of the thing that makes us by necessity that we need in order to be successful is to be like locked into that vision 100%. And if there's roadblocks, go out over it. Another roadblock, go underneath it. There's yeah. a detour over here, yes. <laughs> but when that direction's in the wrong way, then we start having some, uh, some problems. And I feel like, you know, whoever's up above, whatever higher power was guiding me to like look more into myself, but I was so focused on all the external problems in the business, mm-hmm. which are very real. Very oh, yeah. Real. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. I just didn't realize that how much it was in a reflection of the, of the leader. Mm-hmm. So, um, so what we ended up happening is uh, grew, 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 and then there started to be some things imploding within. And um, some things in particular that not really necessary to go over, but just like some very um, unexpected things. And essentially what happened is that um, navigated through that and um, was at a point where it was all collapsed. And that was really a, a, a moment of like, okay, this is something I've given every ounce of my adult life into. Mm-hmm. And sacrificed relationships um, with friends, sacrificed relationships with family, sacrificed relationship at the, the uh, relationship I was in at the time. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, yeah, it was always this sacrifice of like, when we finally, when we finally smooth it out, when we get the team we're hired, when we get the product in place and smooth out, then yeah. come back to everybody and everyone's like, okay, you know what? You had to sacrifice for that period. Now you made it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'll be happy when I'll have relationships with my family when I'll have, yeah, we, we tend to fall into that trap as entrepreneurs. We're going to sprint to this point and then I'll have my life. Right. And it's a marathon. It is. And it's, it's, it's counterintuitive, or at least it was for me a little bit, is that we've got to build this stuff in our daily life now, mm-hmm. even if it's a little bit. And I think that's maybe another trait is like, I just say for myself and I've seen others like entrepreneurs, we can be so all in with something that if we're not all in, and we even, we even see that, we're like taught that in a certain sense, of like you've got to be all in. So if you're not all in, then it's not uh, valuable. Exactly. Like, you've got to be bacon committed, not egg committed. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and, and one of the things I realized is that myself and so many people I see are building their businesses to have security, mm-hmm. They're building their business to have the number, the things that makes them feel secure when the, the harsh fucking reality is that we really don't have much security in our physical life. No matter how much money you have, no matter whatever, it's like a war could happen. You yeah, know, there's the you know economy. It all change in a heartbeat. Right. Exactly. And, and it's like, especially in the spiritual community, I feel like it's also so focused on the positive. But like, there's philosophies like stoicism that are help get really grounded in what's the the reality. The reality is that our health could be taken away at any time. All these things could be taken away. Yes, if we have more resources, we can be less of a chance. But it's so true. Yeah. So the real security I believe that we have is our connections 
with our, our the, the quality of our relationships because man, up and down, they're going to happen in life, but it's like, who's the people around us? That, yeah, who, who's going to be there when you get sick with cancer or hit by a bus or <laughs> whatever it is? Yeah. So, that's yeah. A, so I just wanted to share that because that's it's a true security in life. And like we, anybody who's gone through something really drastic where it's like, whoa, this is unexpected and like, wow, this has hit me, then it's like we, it becomes very apparent real fast, like if you'd invested in those relationships or not and what it feels like if you haven't. Yeah, exactly. It does. So you had a moment at the end of this where you had not invested in all those relationships. So where did that take you? Yeah, where it took me is I, I felt so alone. You know, the, the reality was is that, um, that I wasn't. The reality was that I had a family that was always supported me. Um, but in my mind, I had, I had been so embarrassed that, you know, not embarrassed that things, yes, the things had gotten to where they were, but then also it's like, man, we were even like, we were doing so well, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like a good thing was going. So it was really, for me, it was, it was, um, guilt of it imploding. Um, it was was feeling shame, feeling embarrassed. And, um, and then at its lowest, it was hopelessness because it was like, man, um, things were moving and now they're not. And um, it, it brought me to the lowest point. And that's, that's the point we'll share here is like, that's when I just, I remember I was like in a fetal, fetal position. I was just like, um, just sobbing down, just not coming out. And I was like, can't do this anymore. Like, I just want to, I just want to go home. And just, I didn't know where, like it wasn't about a house or something. I just want to go somewhere away from here, uh, this planet. And that's when I started, um, thinking about it like things the way just to end it and the pain mm-hmm. and um and as different scenarios were going through my mind that's when it, it hit me and it was like oh god like something inside of me would never allow me to take that final step mm-hmm. which was even more depressing because yeah. i was like no i'm trapped here i'm trapped here and I was just like sitting there and just like, that's when like spirit was broken. And then I was probably there for a minute or two. And then all of a sudden there was like rumbling. I felt like this energy rumbling up inside of me. And then all of a sudden it was getting bigger and bigger, like a geyser until it just, and then this energy came through me and I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I know I'm here for a mission. I know that I'm here to lead this change. I didn't know what it was back then, but I knew every cell in my body, that's what I'm here to do. And at that point, my true calling had taken a back seat to looking at the fame, the growth, whatever. And that's when I knew that I can't because when I had been stripped away from everything, Mm -hmm. that's what was still there was this change that I had to lead for the world. And so that's when I just, I literally said, I was like, I don't care what I have to go through. I will keep moving forward inch by fucking inch as long as there's the breath in my body. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> what, what do you think uh, brought that energy forward for you? Was there a trigger or was just the total surrender of, I, I don't have a way out? Yeah. 
I think for me, I think like when we get stripped away from things, we get to see who we really are and, and, and what we're supposed to do. And that can come in different ways for different people. And I think at that point in time, it's like all the things that I thought were important for my life were even taken away. And I think that made it closer to connect to that real energy that was there. And um, so I don't know exactly what it was, but I just feel very grateful that I got to connect to why I'm here with that energy. Yeah. That is a really, really powerful moment. Wow. And I know what your mission is now, but we will have to discuss that in a little bit more depth when we come back from break. So everybody hang in there with us because <laughs> when we come back, we will learn what Sebastian's mission was and how that started to unfold for him and how he followed the breadcrumbs into the work that he's doing now. So stay with us and we'll catch it on the flip side. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune in to Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel and get Amplified. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel. Financial freedom and money are subjects that many people are uncomfortable discussing. These don't have to be. Listen for Money, Mindset, and Love with Thomas DeShooter. We're all about sharing ideas with tips, amazing guests, and input from you, the listeners. It's time to dream big and help each other reach our goals. Not only will you get closer to financial freedom, but you'll learn more about spirituality, work-life balance, and empowerment. Listen live Thursdays at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern on Voice America Influencers. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Welcome back. Thank you for hanging in with us. We're here talking to Sebastian Michael Cruz, and he just was broken open by life, by the divine, by the stripping away of everything that he knew, uh, and had this conviction that he has a purpose in this life that came welling up. So... 
how did you begin to identify what your mission was? I know from my own experience, it's one thing to have the feeling, yes, I have a mission, and it's another to to really know what that mission is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so appreciative. I so appreciate that you shared that because that's so true. And I think a lot of people can identify that, that that's usually how the process goes. It's not usually like, boom, epiphany in a person's whole life mapped out is that they usually, like you said, feel it. And then it's um, in the break, you said following the breadcrumbs. That's usually, that's, that's a great way to put it. So at that point in time, I went to um, two mentors in particular, and they showed me a map of um, the hidden patterns in my mind that were resisting um, me taking the next step. And that map had been there before, but now I was ready to listen. Mm-hmm. And so I dove into that with, the, um, with both of them. And it was, it was when I started with a very logical mind, very, very, very mental overthinking. And there's things I still continue, uh, you know. <laughs> I, I, I'm there with you. I've trained scientists. I, right. Yeah. <laughs> so my energy was up every time. <laughs> exactly. So here there were these alternate methods. I was like, hmm. But at that point in time, I didn't know how they were. I just felt something of like, okay, I just feel like I have to do this. And that was interesting. And, so I, and I was like, well, <laughs> the things that I was doing before are not working at all now. So I was finally open enough to uh, explore those. And that's what I started doing. I started uncovering more clarity on my um, path, what I'm supposed to do here. Yeah. And so then in tandem with that training, that was um, both conscious training and subconscious training uh, led to um, creating my SEO company. And so as you mentioned, built that up and um, pretty quickly and got it to a nice um, uh, super leveraged point mm-hmm. uh, and requiring minimal work for me to maintain. Now it goes up and down and stuff, but on average, yeah. um, that's the amount. And uh, that gave me the freedom to start studying in these systems more and more. And they're, you know, even pretty, pretty out there in the esoteric woo-woo fringe. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't, didn't, I never thought I would be taking this into the business community ever. Cause I just thought, you know, Hey, it requires one-on-one coaching. And if I'm going to make the impact I want to make, then I got to make way more scalable money than one-to-one. Yeah, exactly. I do not want to spend my life one-to-one. <laughs> that, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it always had been this thing on the side that I'm just like, I'm just doing it because it feels like the right thing. It, like I'm doing my other side. It just feels like I, hard to even describe at the time. It was so new for me, but it was like, it felt like I was in the right place at the right time mm-hmm. um, with those trainings. So I just kept following it and it made sense and things were opening up for my life. And, and I was able to lead better because A, I knew knew more what was going on in here. Yeah. Didn't mean you cleaned that. up your inner house. <laughs> right. It was cleaned up the inner house. And it, it was not, and it still isn't, you know, where a snap happens and it's all clean, but it's like, whoa, at least the lights were turned on. And I was able to see what's going on. Whereas before it was like, there was lights off and I was like, boom, bumping into like furniture <laughs> and walls. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, and that helped me um, lead better and put um, different systems in place. That's yeah. a beautiful thing. 
So how did it shift? Because you're still very much working in the three-dimensional world and doing a lot of what I want to say mundane things. Uh, SEO is a very mundane thing on its face. How, how did that shift continue further? Um, let's see. Yeah. So the shift happened where I just kept, I just started sharing these, these tools with people. And um, when I first started doing it, I was like, okay, well, I have a bunch of free time. And, um, you know, at, the, at that time when I started sharing with people, I was living in Minnesota. So I was hanging out with my friends and I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm just going to chill and continue to, you know, scale the, the business up step by step. And so I just thought, well, why don't I try and give something each day without thought of return? There you go. And then that started to being like, okay, well, I'll just schedule some sessions with people just to share it with them. And then I started getting endorsements and I wasn't collecting any of the endorsements back then because I was like, I'm not like, I'm not. <laughs> Are you kicking yourself now? <laughs> I think, yeah. I think I've done like over a hundred sessions now plus, but yeah. And uh, it wasn't even, to, it was, was, it was, uh, it wasn't even until like last year that I started collecting those. Um, yeah, so I started doing those throughout the years, and I started traveling all over. I went to London multiple times, trained the system, explored different areas as well. And so, let's see. So, I believe the question you asked was that how I started sharing this with people. Yeah, how, how did you narrow in even more on your path? Mm. So, let's see. I've been, had some what I call like stream insight experiences mm-hmm. where that's where I've been calling it, where it's like, as I, as I went cultivating these different skills, I learned that I could ask my intuition or that inner voice certain things. And sometimes the voice would come, sometimes it would unfold. But there were some times where I was like, like specifically last year, this is how I started sharing this stuff with the business community. Because at that point, I was collecting testimonials, but I was like, I still don't know what I'm going to do with here. And then I said, look, whoever's upstairs, whoever's in inner voice, I know like I got to share this with people because it's like the easiest endorsements I ever get. And it really helps people in a way like I'm not able to help other people before. I'm like, show me the plan. Cause I don't see the way to scale it, you know, (laughs) the way to communicate it. And so I was, and I'm like, I'm going to sit here until it comes. And it was a Saturday morning. and It's like Buddha under the Bodhi tree. I'm going to sit here until I'm enlightened by God. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Yeah. So I sat there. It was a Saturday morning. And then all of a sudden, it just rushed through. And it started coming through of like how to take these very esoteric, hard to understand philosophies, unless it's like many years training, and simplify it into everyday language that specifically the business community, which is close to my heart, uh, can utilize. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's where Dakota Genius, the brand, was born um, last year. And that's what started me being like, okay, I can share this and it can be in a more scalable way uh, and help people that I believe can help the world the most because they're producing value machines. Mm-hmm. And so they can be better leaders for their team, create better businesses, um, and then help their customers as well. Yeah, help their customers, help their communities. A thriving business touches so many lives. It's just incredible. Exactly. And one thing that I think is important for everyone listening is that, you know, what I see for myself and what I often see for other people is like, for me, it was this thing on the side that I really enjoyed, that I found 
incredibly fascinating and I was, it was very natural for me to do. And like, but it wasn't very clear like how to do it in the beginning, like how to share that with people. So that's something that I feel like people are connecting to their purpose because I'm, I'm all about two things, purpose and power. And the real power only comes when you're connected to your purpose because it's beyond just yourself. Like yeah. In the beginning, I was just connected to a very little bit of power and it, it worked, but it was all just for myself, really. Yeah. And then connecting to something greater is when a whole new level of energy unlocks. So when a person's connected to their purpose, I think it's interesting to take a look. Is there anything that, you know, someone's doing on the side that they really like, they really enjoy, but it's like, oh, I can't make money doing that, you know? Or, or XYZ. It's, it's so frequent that when you enjoy doing something, you immediately put that label on it. Oh, I can't make money with that. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. almost almost anything there that you can put in that bucket, if you look around, there is somebody making money doing that. Yes. And I want to be absolutely real with people that like some people are like, oh, I want to make money on this. And it's like, no, you can to, to follow the energy of it. That's what it really shares. Like, because sometimes, yeah, the business model that a person's trying to do is, is flawed. And it's yeah. like, that doesn't mean it's just reality, but the energy there, and it might, um, following that energy might be tweaking. And that's how it was for me is like, I didn't think I could scale it, but all of a sudden I had another moment like that where I was just like, how can I scale this? And then it just boom, clicked in. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what it really what I feel like emphasizing right now is that for a person right now that's listening that's like, oh, I might have my main business, but it's not like my real thing. Mm-hmm. It's like not to wait on that. Start integrating that together sooner. Why? Because you'll get more power when doing it. Because if we're not connected to that energy, it's like we're working with half our stuff. And they might be kicking a lot of ass with that half, but it's still half of what they could be. Yeah, exactly. Well, and the other thing is you can't steer a parked car. You know, I <laughs> I had a client I was working with a week or so ago who was like, well, I don't know if I should take this property and develop it or if I should just sell it and get out and, and find a different direction. Mm. And I said, okay, so have you asked for a sign? You know, what was the response when you put the property on the market? What's been the response when you shopped it to developers? And she's like, well, I was trying to decide. I'm like, take some action. Yeah. <laughs> take yeah. some action, and then your signs will follow that because you can't steer a parked car. Right. And that's such a good point because it would be really nice if our purpose just came in and it was clear. But what I found myself and others is that usually the reality of how it works is like we're being led to these different experiences. And they might be led to experience a, we'll just call it, mm-hmm. and they might think that that's the thing they're going to do, but really they're being led there to grab a piece of whatever's there. So they can make the turn, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and more and more it gets, I look at it like a percentage too. It's like we might start off doing like 5% of our energy in our business, you know, but it's like kind of going on this journey to, oh, got another 10%, got another 5 until it's like, whoa, like I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing here. This is it. It feels right on so many levels. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I'll just say to, um, go ahead. Oh, okay. And I'll just say I need to really emphasize that it takes skills to be developed too. Because a person be connected to their purpose, they can be can have their gift. But developing a business is a multifaceted thing. 
And if we don't cultivate those other skills, then like, it's just silly to think that it's going to work. Yeah, exactly. I was going to interject something similar to that because there's a timing that goes with it. There's a reason they take you on this circuitous journey, you know, around this and over that. And you think you're ending up here, but no, it's just a left to take you to the next thing. And I know my own road to this show. Mm -hmm. I I knew I was going to be doing this show like three years ago. Mm. And I thought I was going to be doing it three years ago, but that's not how that worked out. I needed to develop some other skills. I needed to develop additional connections and things before it was time for the show to happen. So although they'd introduced me to my producer, all the other doors stayed closed Mm. until the time was right. And then all the doors just like (laughs) blew off. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. And so I think it's so helpful people to hear how it actually unfolds in reality. Because, you know, there's a lot of people trying to sell stuff. And you sell the <laughs> and we'll make you a best-selling offer overnight. And <laughs> yeah. You'll be Wayne Dyer next week. <laughs> right. And it's like when we're talking about with your purpose, which is true power, like, you know, yes, I believe it can be accelerated. The gap can be accelerated. And it's just important to know that what that journey looks like, even if it's shorter, it's still probably. Exactly. I, I saw this wonderful meme a few weeks ago on Facebook and it's it had two sides to it on the left side it was like this really straight path and at the end of the road there's this sign that says success and the caption was what people think the road to success looks like and then what the road actually looks like on the other hand is like this twisty turny thing and it loops back on itself and it's got dead ends and detours and crap on it (laughs) Yeah. But there's success down at the end of it. And that's really what the experience feels like. And that's part of the reason I like to have people tell their stories on this show. Right. Exactly. And I, and I think um, I think it's like it all comes down, in my opinion, is what are we committed to? Mm-hmm. And it's like if we're going to be here anyways, why not do the fucking thing that we were born to do here exactly why are we just marking time doing things that don't resonate with us exactly and that's where like i've never been a patient person and i don't think i ever will be a fully patient person (laughs) (laughs) i'll bet you've had a few lessons around that though (laughs) it's something i cultivate and it's also something that i recognize is something that helps people because it's like when it comes to this stuff i'm like let's just lace up the boot and just give a kick through the front door and get the show on the road because nobody's getting any younger. And it's like, what do we, that's what I just hope to inspire people is commitment to their cause, claim to their cause, whatever that is, whatever it's helping the kids, whether it's helping um, refugees, if it's helping animals, whatever it is, claim the cause and get moving however you're here to move. And just like in my story, I realized that like basically what I thought my life was taken away. So all I had was my commitment to the cause. And if it's inch by inch, whatever it is, I think that's the important thing for people to have integrated. Mm-hmm. I'd like to take you into your internal life just for a minute. Okay. Yeah. Because you dialed into this. I have a purpose feeling. Yeah. And then you started following the breadcrumbs. Tell me a little bit how the breadcrumbs showed up and how you knew it was a breadcrumb when it arrived on your door. What was that like? How, how did it feel when you received that? 
That's yeah, that's a great question because there's so many opportunities these days, every rich way. And the better that people get at selling, like they all sound amazing. <laughs> yeah, they all sound <laughs> fabulous. I've got to have that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for me, it was this feeling in my chest mm-hmm. almost. And it, what I what I realized is like people always say like follow your intuition. But like if anybody's like me, I was so disconnected. I was so in my head that I didn't even know what an intuition was. Like I didn't even know what it felt like. I just was all up in here. So as a person cultivates what that feeling feels like, for me, it felt like, and it does feel like, it's something in my chest that is just like, it feels like a beam of energy that's like, I need to do that. Mm-hmm. And whereas maybe I see something in my mind with something else and it's like, Ooh, that sounds exciting. It starts thinking of ways why that might be a good thing to do, but it's not like that rock solid, like very still feeling. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I found with those things where I was like, man, no matter where it was, no matter what money it was, like when, especially when I was going through those training, I was like, like I need to do this. Like there's no other option. And I think so connecting to that and it might be a small whisper at first, but being like, Whoa, that's it. That's the feeling. And then as you follow that more and more, then you build more, build more confidence because it's like, man, these last five times worked out really well and I would have never known it before. Exactly. Let's see what these next five are going to bring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Beautiful. So we're wrap, wrapping down to the end of our second segment here. It's been a pleasure talking to you so far, and I'm looking forward to hearing where you take this next. So everybody hang with us and we will come back from the commercial break in just a moment. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. There's a new force to be reckoned with in talk radio. It's not just talk radio. Hosted by LaTanya Jr. and co-host Tina Wynn and Tony Brown. Not Just Talk Radio is like a superhero. Inspiring, problem-solving, and informing with action-provoking conversations from news, movements, and social and politics issues. This program is about a wide range of voices and fresh points of view from experts, celebrities, and you, the listener. Not Just Talk Radio is broadcast live Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in every week to the Voice America Influencers Channel for The Movement with Shannon D. Hughes. It's all about what's happened in the past that determines the future. Everyone has their up moments and their down moments. The pendulum is always swinging between the victories and the pitfalls in our lives. But each of these serves as success points that we learn from and move forward. Listen for The Movement every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America in Influencers Channel. 
Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Hello, and we are continuing our conversation with Sebastian Michael Cruz. And we had just heard about what it felt like for him when he dialed into his intuition, when he knew he had a breadcrumb in front of him. So we've talked about the path that brought you here. So tell me what you're excited about now in your life today. What's your passion? Yeah, so my passion is helping people decode their inner genius. And so they can connect to their purpose. And it's something that I am unflinchingly clear on is that every person's got their own unique inner genius. And with the tools that I, I share with people, I see it time and time again, that each person has their own unique song of their life, their own unique poetry of their challenge of their gifts that are inside. And how I see it work is that we're born experiencing the opposite of what we're here to share with people. So if, if a person's here to share their voice and speak to, to help people, they usually have their voice shy and, and hidden and um, pushed down early on. Or if they're here to lead people and create change, uh, help people become, have more power, then they usually experience the opposite. Early <laughs> that's, that's my childhood right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, and that's what I'm so passionate about, helping uncover for themselves because – um, just like Sophia Renee with your show, it's like people will listen more to people who've gone through it, who have the authentic experience. And every person has their own combination of that. And but it can be hard to tell. It can be hard to tell what a, what a person's you know true gifts are. The difference the the difference between the things that they're just good at and that inner thing that like whoa that's the gift that you need to spend time cultivating so that um, you can make a, the biggest difference you can. Exactly. Well, and I, for myself, find I need like somebody else to reflect that back for me. I need a mirror because I, it, it, I'm like a fish in water. It, it just is, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> Why would I pay attention to that? Right. Exactly. That's so, beautiful. How, how would someone know that they're ready to be working with you to uncover their genius. What are some of the signs that they should be paying attention to, to know that they're one of those people? Right. So if you feel that you're meant to create some type of difference in the world, and there's, there's two main types of people that I work with. The one person is they, they feel a calling within, but they don't know what it is. Uh, but they feel, and they've, and they've felt that since you were very little. You didn't know how to describe it, but it was always there. And you've found times in your business and life where you could feel that energy, feel that, that sense coming out here and there in pockets. Mm-hmm. And you probably surprised yourself or surprised others. And you're like, whoa, there was something there. 
but it was like, how do we connect to that energy on a daily basis? How do we, how do we, how do we express that? Mm-hmm. So help people decode that so we can integrate that into your business. It's a beautiful thing. Do you work primarily with entrepreneurs or is this for, for employed people as well? Uh, my, it, it's for everybody. Yeah, it's for everybody. So I've worked with people who are all across the board. Um, like for my marketing purposes and stuff and like my funnel, it's focused towards entrepreneurs, but I have endorsements from, from all over people. Uh, yeah. From all over. That's yeah. a beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what, what are you most excited about this? Pro- tell, tell me a little bit about what your process is when people are, are working with this. Right. What so, can they expect? Yeah. So it, Essentially, we need to get clear about who you are and then get clear on what's holding you back. Because what I find in working with people is there's a lot of like mental resistance that what I call is, is like a resistance beast that's pulling them. It's like an invisible energy that's pulling them back. Yeah, it has a life of its own sometimes. Life of its own, yeah. yeah. And that shows up when people are like, oh, I know I should be doing this, but I just can't get myself to do it more consistently. I just sit here playing on my phone and I don't do what I'm supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. And it comes in different ways for different people. Mm -hmm. And there can be people who are kicking ass in like three areas of their life or all areas of their life except that one. That's just, just, it's a sore (laughs) thing. They know they got a problem. Everybody else knows they got a problem, but. That, the other success is not clicking there. Yep. That, w- that was spirituality in my life. Mm. 15 years ago, I was sitting with a life coach and she brought out like this wheel and yeah. it, it rates your life in like eight different areas of spirituality. Yeah. It was like this big hope. Yeah. <laughs> There's like nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's how I was too. <laughs> yeah. My wheel was very lopsided. It wasn't going to roll good. Yeah. Okay. um, Yeah. So I help people that I find like, that's like if a person's driving forward in their life, that resistance is like they're pressing on the brake while they're driving. So that alone, it's like, let's just take them off the brake and things naturally go um, quicker. And so I help people decode their genius. And then if they're leading a team, like I was, then I help them become a leverage leader. Because at that point in time, and everybody thinks that's all about the systems and the team that you have in place. No, it's about the leadership that you have within. So I help them build the external systems in their business and also the internal um, systems so they can become the person that creates leverage wherever they are. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Who supports the people around them to shine so they don't have to shine for them. (laughs) Nail on the head. (laughs) That's a beautiful thing. Now, I know you brought a gift with you uh, to support our listeners in blossoming into their lives. Would you like to share about that a little? Yeah. So I'm going to share the, the map, the tool that was first shared with me back when I pretty much ignored it. And then, (laughs) (laughs) well, you know, you got to act on these things at the perfect time, right? (laughs) So this is the very same tool that, uh, that I ignored and then B, I came to it and I was like, okay, and started diving into it. So um, the, the link is decodeyourgenius.com slash sovereign self. Actually, if they go to sovereignself.media, they can get that link out there. 
Oh, perfect. They will send them straight to your place and they can get registered and all of that good stuff hooked up with you so they can get that peek into where they're going. Yes. So that they'll get that map. And if you're running a team, then we'll add some extra things in there or I'll add some extra things in there um, about leverage. Um, mm-hmm. Regardless of the team, you'll, you'll still get that, that map for yourself. That's a beautiful map thing. Conscious mind. <laughs> and uh, how much time does it take? How much would you have to commit to have one of these discussions with you? Um, I'd say 15, 15, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a nice manageable block of time. Yeah, yeah. So what, what do people see as a result of having a session like this with you? So it, it turns on the lights of the things that are holding you back and gets right into the core of it. And that's the feedback that I get from people is like, wow, this just went like right to the core of the thing that was holding me back that I didn't even realize it. And they get to see it in the map as opposed to me saying it, which I just find that like when people see something that like was generated on their profile, it's like, Oh, okay. I I can accept that more easier. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise it's kind of like your brother-in-law looking at you and going, you know, you've always had trouble with that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, the back comes up and the hair bristles. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, let me tell you about you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's wonderful. So what else would you like to share with our listeners? Uh, insights about becoming a leveraged leader in the thing that you're passionate about. Pretty simple, which is let's get the show on the road. Let's get moving. Like, it's not something that it's like, oh, next week, next month, let's get moving because that's the reason why you're here. You're here to make that certain difference in that certain way. And all the challenges in your childhood, all the challenges that you had up till this day are the perfect combination for that difference to be able to be made. But if you don't move now, if you let life get in the way, based on my experience and other people's experience, usually things will wake you up to connecting to it quicker. Yeah, and not always in a nice way. My experience is you don't want a wake-up call from the soul. It does things like car accidents and divorces and company failures. Exactly, exactly. And, And by the nature of somebody watching this, and listening to this, they naturally already have an innate sense. Otherwise, they would have hopped off before. They wouldn't have resonated with any of your shows. And so it's like you know that purpose is there. And if you have a spouse, if you have kids, if you have family, it's like you connected to your purpose will be an example for everybody that you love. And no, it doesn't mean you're going to be perfect or anything like that, but it's like you're going to be showing up with such different energy and ultimately what I've found too is like you can connect to a different confidence because when you're doing something for yourself you're just doing it for yourself and you can you can feel that but like the greatest feats in human history have been accomplished when it was something bigger than themselves that's the time when you can go a hundred percent and unleash everything because you know it's an absolute service yep it's not just for you, it's for your family, it's for your community, it's for the greater world at large. It makes a huge difference. Exactly. I will yeah. agree with that for sure. So 
I want to kind of address a little something because I know there is divine time. And if you talk to people in the manifesting world and this sort of thing, it's like, well, you can't force it. So what's the difference between I'm allowing and getting off of it and getting on with it and trying to force things to happen? What's kind of the distinction there for you? That is such an amazing question. (laughs) I love that so much. Because, yeah, and, it, and it's so, man, I love it. So David Hawkins, scale of consciousness, uh, power versus force. Yeah, force is like trying to fit thing, like a, a square into a round hole. Mm-hmm. And for me, I would say simplest way is like force is when I am doing something just for myself. Now, and also it's a feeling of, let's see, there's two parts to this. Divine timing and then force versus power. So divine timing is like people uh, spiritually bypass with that all the time because they're just not getting off the couch and doing something. So I would default to not divine timing Mm -hmm. and things go much, much smoother and quicker. So if you're going to, if first going to default to divine timing, what are you doing in that time that you're not moving forward? Be absolutely real. You're watching the TV. You're scrolling around. You're doing stuff that are not income-generating activities for your business. Business is like a child that you generate. And the money you put in is like a is food for it. So it's so important to be doing income-generating activities first, which is basically feeding the child or putting the things together to feed the child. Exactly. So divine time. And then force first, um, power versus force. If a person is waiting too much for divine timing, then they need to cover a lot of ground before the force starts being an issue. <laughs> <laughs> List the property with the realtor, then we'll see if the time is right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, for, for someone that maybe is more like how, especially, I mean, just how I am, especially how I was before, where I was like, my default was go, 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 and still is, then force can be a, an issue. So, if you, if you find yourself forcing something, that's when you're, you're frustrated and you're trying to put the, like, it feels like you're putting a square into a round hole and it's not working. During those times, then actually just take a breather, go for a walk. And even though it's counterintuitive, you can, uh, the solutions come much quicker. Beautiful. Thank you so much. I appreciate you being here and being a good guest with us today can catch up with us on Facebook. I'm Zofia Renea, Z-O-F-I-A-R-E-N-N-E-A. Or you can reach Sebastian Michael Cruz, that's S-E-B-A-S-T-I-A-N-M-Y-C-H-E-L-C-R-U-Z-E. We're both on Facebook, and we look forward to continuing the conversation with you there. Until next week, remember to live soul first. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week, right here 